Well, a couple things that I had written down about um, nursery and children's church, I wanted to keep this brief. Um, with um, nursery and children's church, if you are the adult leader, to make sure that you um, give any direction to any of the youth that are there, you're kind of the point person in there, that if you, we have some youth from GBCC and sometimes they just need a little direction. Um, and so to have you as the adult give them ideas, how about you come and help um, get on the floor and play with this child. Otherwise, sometimes they tend to just sit on the side. So that's um, one thing that um, I had written down. I guess I should start with some positives. But um, we're doing wonderful in children's ministry. I love all the volunteers. There's a couple of positives there. We have so many people that have helped, uh, signed up and helped with children's ministry so that I can have you sign up for nursery just once for the session, the 10 or 11, 12 weeks a quarter. And that's wonderful. So hopefully you are not getting burned out in children's ministry um, because it is time intensive. You have to miss part of most of the service. Um, a couple other things I have written down. With teaching, we would love to be able to have a teaching component in the nursery. And we have tried to do that. It's really hard because there's such a wide variety of ages. So if there's any way you can be, I know, I am just throwing this idea out there. Um, some ideas, what you could do is have the children sit down on a blanket that's in there and have a snack and do a song together or a Bible story. And maybe it's only two children and pray. Um, it's just a couple ideas or sing a song just while you're playing with them. Um, or there's a couple of children's Bibles in there that you could be reading to a child. Um, just to be able to have some focus about Christ and um, some Bible teaching going on in, in the nursery. Um, I know it, it won't happen every time, but, and, but you can also be praying silently too over the children while you're in there. Uh, for children's church, a couple of things that I had, um, we, we've been doing great. Curriculum's going to stay the same. Um, I love the focus on Christ that is um, throughout the lessons, no matter if you're in Old Testament or New Testament. And I would just say for, to, for you to bring your own Bibles, but there is a Bible story written in the curriculum. And just to read through it a couple of times so that you know it, so that you can interact with the children while you're telling it, so you're not just reading it out of the lesson book, that you really can be interactive and storytell um, the Bible story. Two new things. We have a children's registration form, and that's for grades 12 and under. And main purposes, if your children are older, um, I want it, I guess for all children, just to be able to have the information on allergies or any medical conditions, just so we have the practice in place that we have information about your children. So grades 12 and under, I'm going to look at it specifically for the younger children um, so that we have any medical conditions, allergies, we know their birthdays and things like that. And then the other one um, is that I sent out an email today about background checks. And it's just to start this practice that every person that's going to be interacting with our children and our youth have been checked. Um, just, yeah, have been checked. Um, and we check the government criminal. criminal records and make sure that everything is um, okay for you to be uh, working with our children. It's a safe environment. So 
Um, oh, one more thing. Bathroom policy. I wanted to throw this out there, and I will be putting it in our, um, our directions. I want to recommend that one, we don't have enough people in the nursery to do two people, but to have one of the helpers go with the child if they need assistance in the bathroom to leave the door open. Just to have that in the back of your mind that that's the policy. But if they don't need help, just to stay outside, outside of, in the hallway and that they can go to the bathroom. But direct them to the bathroom and then see um, if they need any help once they're in there. But that's all I had. Anything else? Any questions for Trish with the children's ministry for Sunday mornings? When you say outside the hallway, you mean just outside the door? The door. Outside the door of the bathroom. No. No. In the hallway. In the hallway. Yep. If they don't yep. need help. Okay. Yeah. Just stay outside there. So. Okay. Okay, uh, next we have uh, Nina's going to come up and talk about hospitality. And then after Nina will be Jason. And after Jason will be uh, Nancy Brooke. So um, I'm in charge of the Hold that up close. hospitality. How's that? Hospitality. Um, which covers greeters and bringing snack. And when you sign up, you have an opportunity to sign up for um, one or both. And, you know, we're grateful for those of you who are bringing the um, bagels and the grapes and the people who have signed up to greet. Um, and we, too, have quite a few people um, filling out that spot, so you might be serving once or twice in that quarter. Um, and if anyone is not serving in that area, it's the greeting is a really easy uh, place to serve, and um, we're happy to have you do that. So when you are a greeter, um, it's helpful if you wear your Jacobswell name tag, and I know Joy is kind of keeping up as best she can making those name tags. Um, we have three greeting stations. Um, the first one would be the one right outside these chapel doors, and that person greets and hands the bulletin to the people when they come in. The other two spots are the, the doorway here, the closest doorway, which is Community Way, I call it, um, and that's where you're not supposed to park. <laughs> but if you do come in there, there should be someone standing inside that vestibule area um, shaking hands and kind of opening that door as the people come in. And then the other doorway is the far one, the Cardinal Lane entrance. And again, there's the vestibule area, so don't stand right in there so you can be opening those doors for people when they come in. And um, Can you tell me what a vestibule is? Well, those double doors, not the hallway, but the... The entryway? Am I calling that the right Triangle way? entryway? The airlock, is that the what you call it? The airlock, All right. whatever you would call that All right. area. Okay. The first part. And um, a great example of a good way to greet, if I can point out Jeff, Brooke, you do such a good job. The other day it was raining and he had this, um, this doorway here and he grabbed umbrellas and actually either walked people to their, out to their cars or saw them coming and he held an umbrella up. Yeah. And that is greeter extraordinaire and that's yeah. what we would all want to strive for. If we um, had a plaque, you'd yes. be on it. No, if we had a that, plaque. But yeah, 
Yeah. So, and then did you have? No, I think anything? that's it. Is that all you? Oh. That is a good question. And I have been finding them. And so maybe for those of you who are on setup, when you do find that name, it's a clear um, plastic container. If you can set it on that pew back there, and then that would be a good place cool. to look Fine. for your name good. tag. Very good. And if you're not finding it, then Joy Simpson is the one. You can tell me, but I just <laughs> tell Joy. So she's been doing a good job of keeping up with those. Cool. Thank you. Jason. Well, I could take like a really long time and just talk about how amazing it is that, you know, we start services in March and we have so many amazing people part of the worship team right now that um, I certainly never expected but certainly hoped for. And um, I think God just uh, poured out his blessings upon us with all the people that are involved. We're currently like three deep in drummers and three or four deep in bass players and three deep in acoustic guitar players. We've got several, several female vocalists and electric guitar players and uh, piano players. And it's just, I mean, one of the, you guys remember John Ebley, the guy that plays the keyboards over here? Um, he goes, I got an old Hammond B3 organ at home that I'd like to bring in here and try out. And, and, and I'm like, you think they'd let you store it here? And he's like, yeah, I got a pole around here, you know. And <laughs> he actually helped design this room back in the day. So that's how, how long he's been around. So don't be surprised if we see a Hammond B3 organ coming in, okay. which is like my favorite worship instrument ever. So <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Basically, I think Dan wanted me to sort of share what kind of happens on a Sunday is no, just well, more is, along is, the lines What do you of need from? What we need? Yeah, what do you need kind of okay. vision. Even, even song approval process a little bit. Yes, I did. I, yeah. I, I was ready for that. Um, the, way that the, the, the way that we choose the songs is that uh, someone submits it, and then we bring it to the core team, a uh, group of guys that meets on Friday mornings, and... Usually I send out the lyrics to everybody, and if everybody approves of them and they're satisfied, then the song just kind of gets put into the playlist, and then we work it into the Sundays. Um, if someone has a question or we need to dialogue about it, about maybe the meaning of a song or the direction that it might go towards, um, what we look for is clarity, uh, message clarity, that, that when we're presenting it, you know, we're in the, in the middle of a Christian worship service, but yet we want to make sure that we're clear on all the things that we're saying uh, through song and, and scripture reading prayer and, yeah. and, and everything. Um, maybe you can even add and true to the true to the scriptures and clear. Yeah, I think those are the two components. Yeah, and then it's just not misleading uh, anybody in, in any direction. So if anybody wants to submit a song, that's that's wonderful. Um, obviously, when we do it in the context of a worship service, it's got to be, you know, singer-friendly, if you will, and that, you know, it's easy to grab a hold of as well to sing. So, um, Bon Jovi, is that okay? Bon Jovi. If you want to do some Bon Jovi, that's okay, fine. Okay, good. Know, we could, which, you have a, anyone that you want to do off the top of your no, head? No, I can't even. No, okay. <laughs> I can't think of a single Bon Jovi song. <laughs> you just like their hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me too. I wish I had it. Um, we might add leg kicks, though, like in yeah. the service if we get a little excited. Um, 
we currently could use uh, another, preferably a male, to come in in the mornings and help unload the trailer and set up. Um, it's a seven. Usually we start at seven o'clock. Andrew and Christian have been so amazing and diligent at being here on Sunday mornings, and they work really hard getting the trailer unloaded and the stage kind of set up. And it would um, be good to have at least one more person. They don't necessarily have to have like knowledge of uh, of the stage and and how everything gets plugged in. However, if you're passionate about that, you know, let's talk because we could always use that as well. Um, and if you're interested in like running sound, um, the one thing with the sound is uh, you, you do have to have a good ear for the room and a good idea of how to troubleshoot, um, understanding signal flow, uh, how it comes out of the speakers, how to EQ things. Uh, it's not a must or anything, but it's a real help, um, uh, you know, uh, until we have like some really, really awesome training times, which I want to set up to do as well. Um, other than that, you know, running the computer is really simple. That's like just showing up when we're having our rehearsal time. We usually, I, I like to try to be ready at 8.15. We have not hit that mark yet, but <laughs> we're on our way. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Um, but it's real simple. You just basically sit there and hit the next button and follow where I mess up, you know, and just kind of catch up to where I'm at if, if that happens throughout the service, but usually uh, it's a pretty easy thing to do. Otherwise, for music, I... Oh, we're having a, a meeting on December 11th, and uh, that we're going to meet down at the Warpinski Center or the Christian Community Center down at 516 South Monroe. And um, it'll be a time for the worship and tech people to get together. Anybody who's interested can come, um, but it's mainly for the worship and tech people. We'll just go over some worship theology and, and um, you know, get through some more of the basics of worship team cool. and all that. And you sent out an email for that? And I did send out an okay. email to the people that are on Planning Center and cool. the worship team right now. So. Any questions for Jason in regards to worship and stuff like that? Cool. Very good. All right. Uh, let's see here. Just a couple miscellaneous things. Um, oh, hey, Nancy, come on up. I almost forgot you. I'm so sorry. How could I do that? I don't know. You want me to hold this for you? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm filling in for Jim, and I'm going to talk about setup and teardown. And we've had a um, good crew of guys um, and ladies helping with that. Um, we could use more, though, so that we're not repeating so many people in the quarter. And uh, we send out instructions sometime the week before you are to do it. And um, we ask you to be there promptly at 8.30. And it entails setting everything up, the, the chairs and everything, and it's written all in the instructions. And then a key thing is, though, after the service, we want you to mingle a little bit, maybe 10 minutes or so, um, and then start tearing down. Although I know everyone starts helping with the, with the chairs, which is great, and I think you're all mingling during that time and stuff. But you need to remember if you're on um, set up and tear down, you also have to load up the truck. And Jim has it all written up how to, how to do that. So it's kind of an all-morning thing. So it's mm -hmm. not just uh, the setup. You do set up and tear down, 
and then also the signage. So um, just to keep that in mind. And um, yeah, if you want to sign up for some of these ministries, like to help, just let Nancy know or Jim, and they'll they'll put you on the schedule. So cool, very good. Uh, just one more thing in regards to Sunday mornings. Um, just kind of a miscellaneous thing is is when people come in, we're all greeters. You know, Nina talked about there's assigned greeters, but all of us are greeters. You know, I, I have people come to me ever so often and kind of say, hey, you know, no one's really reaching out or saying hi to me at church, and I'd really like for someone to say hi to me, and, and I'm just sorry, you know, I wish we did better at that. And so please don't take anyone for granted. Please kind of extend your hand if you have not shaken someone's hand and said hi to them. Uh, make sure you get to know them because we could really use your help. That's one real important way that you can show the love of Christ is by loving the sojourners, those that come into the church and caring for them, even maybe having them into your house for lunch or whatever it might be. But at the very least, I'd encourage you to get up, uh, go say hi to people before, during the break, and after, and make them feel loved. There is a statistic, I don't know where this comes from, I don't know if this is true, but the statistic says that the majority of people decide if they're going to come back to a church within the first five minutes of coming. Uh, and so that's good news for me because it's not dependent on the preaching. So, But it's on the, uh, the way that they're welcomed in, the, the love that they feel, as well as maybe the, the, the first start of the music. Um, okay, I want to briefly go over the other ministries in the church uh, that we have that are kind of outside of Sunday mornings. And so I'm going to have Shauna come up and talk about women's ministry, and then Ted's going to talk briefly about men's, and then Jason's going to talk about youth. So, Shauna, if you could come and just give a brief update on the women's ministry. Okay, so with the women's ministry, I would say things have gone very well. We had a women's retreat at the Freyla Cottage, and it was a great time of fellowship. I believe there were around 12 women, but it was really neat to see how different women in different walks of life were coming. You know, some with young moms, some with um, older children, some with children, you know, some moms who are working or ladies who are working, single ladies, college ladies. So it was a really great eclectic group. And um, so I thought that was a really rich time of fellowship. We also have the women's, or women's Bible study currently being taught on Thursday mornings. And that's been a great outreach, as well as just developing relationships and going deeper in God's word. Um, one thing I want to mention with women's Bible study, or women's <clears throat> ministry, is that when we look at women's ministry, the point is not necessarily to have every woman involved in the ministry. But the thrust of the ministry is that women's ministry would be touching other women and um, loving on them in different ways. And so, you know, we're doing that through Bible study. We're doing that through praying for one another, as well as um, developing outreach opportunities or opportunities um, to develop relationships. So this sp spring, we tentatively have two opportunities um, where you can come out. One is going to be an outreach breakfast. That will be um, some morning in February, hopefully, <laughs> at Play Bistro. The details are not set, but it would be a great opportunity for you to invite friends to hear a gospel message, but really just to sit down and have a quiet break and a breakfast um, on a Saturday morning. Another opportunity is with New Hope Church. They, um, their women's ministry invited our women of our church to come to a, like a spring luncheon retreat that they have. And it's not a retreat where you go somewhere and you sleep over, but it's a Friday night, Saturday morning um, 
type of event, and they have an excellent speaker coming who's um, highly regarded in the PCA. So that's in April. That's coming up. The one thing that I would encourage the woman here at Jacob's Well to do, um, my hope for this ministry is not that it's programmatic and that we start telling people what to do. What I would love to see happen is for organic relationships just to de be developing between other women. And so what this looks like, <clears throat> when we have new women come to church on Sunday morning, or if you're in the women's Bible study, and you know, you're meeting with these people every Thursday and you think, I really know them, but you've only gone as far to shake their hand on Sunday morning or study the Bible with them, I would really encourage you to reach out and go out and get a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or you know, break bread with them, have a meal with them, and just bridge that relationship so it becomes a bit closer. Um, there are quite a few women that I've talked with that, you know, most of you would say, oh, they're in the core group, they know everybody. But what I'm hearing from them is they feel like they're on the outside. And so that's just one thing I would encourage all of you to do is, you know, reach out to someone, even if it's a familiar face, um, to spend some time with someone. And I just think a culture of that would really be amazing to have mm -hmm. here at Jacob's Well. So an organic culture, not a program. That's cool. That's about it. Great. Any questions for Shauna? Women's ministry? All right. Uh, Ted. <laughs> Ted, who was nominated to the men's ministry earlier today by me. <laughs> All right. So I've got two quick things. Uh, March 4th and 5th, we'll have a, um, uh, a men's retreat. So it's a blank slate. If you have any ideas, um, come talk to me and we'll work on it. Second thing is uh, men's triad groups. That means groups of three guys coming together to um, pray, hold each other accountable, and um, study God's word. Yeah. So uh, if you'd like to be a part of one, uh, talk to me as well, and we'll try and make that happen. Yeah, cool. That's it. And then we also do have guys' breakfast on Tuesday mornings, which is kind of becoming a triad, possibly. So it's just like triads just seem to happen. All right.